and welcome to episode six of the Art Department podcast. Um, it's again myself, Jan Urschel here, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host Emmanuel Chu. Today we're going to talk about age. Um, does it matter really? We get a lot of questions by people who want to join the industry while they're actually in a completely different industry. Um, I don't know, there's a bankers, lawyers or whatever. We have people from other <laughs> industries and they want to like, they say like, oh, we have this uh, passion about art, but we didn't know 20 years ago what to do about it. But now with all the tools and all the knowledge that is available, um, they say like, oh, I really want to give it a stab. And they're often very confused about what they should do. Like, how do I go about that? How do I learn effectively? And um, I think we want to kind of dive into some of these topics because we have some interesting, I think, unusual experiences um, of our own. So, um, yeah, I think you, you have some some really cool story to share, Emmanuel, I think. Um, well, I mean, yeah, uh, like you, I, you know, I, I basically started this because I thought, you know, I was heartbroken when one of my friends told me, uh, you know, he loved game design, but well, you know, what can I really do? I'm, you know, I'm old now. Uh, but he was such a, I think he would have been such a good game designer because he, you know, he, he kept, you know, he was really into game design to the point where he was drawing his own maps. He was like, designing his own game, but you know, for whatever reason, I think a lot of people at a certain age don't feel like they can, um, change careers. Uh, and, and it's true. It is, you know, and we'll get into that. It is hard, right? I mean, it's, you know, you have a lot of things to worry about. Um, and, and I think a lot of people think that, well, you know, I'm past whatever age you consider older, 30, yeah. 40, I just can't, you know, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. And so I have to suck it up and do what I need to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know actually to what degree, um, it is about, um, about you, how you feel about it, how how tired you are, how many responsibilities you are. I mean, th those are factors. But maybe there's also a bit of a role that society plays in that kind of, because people define themselves through their jobs and that kind of everybody else lives in a way that, like, I have learned this when I was in my 20s and now I have to do this for the rest of my life. That was kind of how I think our parents lived and the generation before that. And um, it's like, I'm a banker, I'm always a banker, right? Um, or I'm, a, I'm an artist, I'm always an artist. There are enough artists, I think, who choose to change career path into something else. So, I mean, there's so many factors in there, I think, that, that kind of keep us in the position we're now. And, and it, it's, I don't know, it's very much like a self-inflicted, self like prison that we uh yeah but it's, it's also because you know you don't have a choice sometimes because yeah. you feel like you're you know you have family uh you have to take care well, yeah, of them yeah. i mean you definitely uh, don't have a choice at, at some point if you if you uh, don't have the financial means to be honest yeah so i mean i think i'm here to say well i i i feel like there is always a choice uh and so uh but how to make that choice yeah um what are some strategies for people who are older getting in exactly uh and and what's on your side and i think uh for me you know i'm speaking from first-hand experience yeah. uh in terms of you know a lot of people say wow you know you're older it's hard to learn something new it's hard to you know 
get where you want to go. Yeah. So I'm going to share my story cool. and then Jan's going to share his. Yeah. Uh, and but my story basically is um, I are at around 40. I decided that I was going to learn a sport um, and I'd always been really big into the Olympics and things like that. So I thought to myself, okay, I, you know, how, you know, maybe I can uh, look into playing some sports again because I used to play sports when I was young and I had just gotten a divorce and I, you know, I was not in very good shape mentally and I thought, okay, I need to get out. I need to do stuff. So I went to the local sort of table tennis place and started playing and I was like, well, okay, this is fun. So I found a club near me and and I just started playing, you know, just playing, you know, nothing, you know, just playing day to day and, you know, whenever I had time. And, you know, I found myself playing more and more and getting more serious and, you know, really investigating what it would take to, you know, learn um, to get better at it. And then what are some goals I could set for myself? So, I, you know, I started have, having lessons once in a while. Uh, you know, that was horrible, you know. Well, and I, I remember you said that you actually used to play when you yeah, were a kid, yeah, right? Yeah, I played as a teenager and I, I don't actually know why I chose that. Um, um, I think mm. table tennis is pretty big in Germany, though. I think uh, it's huge. Together yeah. with the with the with the uh, Chinese, Japanese, and and Taiwanese and Koreans, it's it's one of the biggest no, nations. Uh, for Germany is it's yeah. I mean, there, there's still a, a guy, two guys in the top ten right now yeah. in the world. That's from Germany. So, so you know, I I just set practice, you know, kept practicing, and I I lo I was looking into you know like tournaments. I was like, oh, you know, I've been practicing for a while. I've been having some lessons. Let me go to a tournament. Wow, <laughs> I go to my first tournament, and I lost to this girl. <laughs> this awesome. she whooped me and nice. i was like oh my god this is so humiliating and but i had a lot of fun yeah uh and you know at that time you know you know the system here is i'm i'm playing in a wheelchair they're playing standing up i mean you you just you play with okay able-bodied okay. so they don't, make, don't make a no, difference there okay yeah so you you know you just you just have to deal with it uh and 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 i chose table tennis just because it was also a sport where i could play with somebody standing up and it would be fine yeah um you have a disadvantage but you know it's not huge right. um not like tennis so so you know i just kept playing and and i said to myself okay well wh what do i want to get out of this yeah, yeah so at some point i said just to myself i want to get good and what does that mean i you uh, know so i said okay i want to get into the u.s team wow okay to go to the paralympics and i, I thought well you know it's Ah, you know, it should be okay. It's you know, just just play enough. It should be okay. And, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know, I thought I was pretty good, but you know, the truth of it was I wasn't. Um, and but what I had on my side was that I was older, so I had strategy. So oh, I thought okay. to myself, okay, how am I going to get good at this at the you know in the fastest time possible? Wow. Because you know, I don't have time to waste here, right? Um, so I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to really do it the most efficient way possible. Uh, okay. So I'm going to look up who's the best coach for somebody like me. Um, and, and, uh, you know, who, uh, where to go to find the right kind of practice, uh, because 
there's no sitting play, right? So you're not going to get to sit, play against sitting players. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do I mimic that? You know, how do I train without a coach? Do I get a machine? You know, right, all right, these right. things oh. is all strategy, right? And I was so dead. I got to the point where I was so dedicated that I spent so much money on coaching <laughs> and driving everywhere. I would drive literally every day. I could drive anywhere from 20 to 40, 50 miles just to go to different places to practice. Wow. And uh, six days a week uh, and, and tournaments, you know, and I just kept playing and I kept losing and I kept getting pissed off. Mm, mm, mm. I was the, you know, I don't know. I mean, you must have been a very level-headed player <laughs> no but, it was too early it was too early i was a i was yeah, a teenager you, you seem so. like a real mellow guy compared to me but oh, i was I breaking know. rackets i was pissed off i was i had a hard time controlling my emotions wow. because i would keep losing and i was really upset uh but i just kept going and i kept going and i kept going mm -hmm. and and then i started really reading all these books on how to learn you know about ten thousand hours uh, about how to learn something, how to practice something. Uh, so much, you know, thought goes into that, um, that, you know, it really helped. So I practiced and I started at 40. So basically when I was around 47, wow. I made the U.S. team. Wow, U.S. team, and then, wow. Yeah, so I made the U.S. team uh, and then went to the Pan American Games. Uh, and that, you know, that was sort of, you know, everything unraveling. Uh, and, and, you know, and then I, I at that time, I was like, uh, really ecstatic, you know, about being able to make this team, because it's like once in a lifetime for yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, but it was just the culmination of all this hard work. That's crazy. Um, and, and, and it was just like, oh, my God, uh, you know, I finally made it. And, you know, it, it, but when I got there, I said to myself, "Okay, I've I've done really what I needed because the the next step would have been to make it to the Paralympics, right? Right. So I'm already on the team, but you have to keep qualifying. But the problem is, when I went to the uh, the Pan American Games, I realized that you know, when you meet all the athletes from all over yeah. the, the the Northern California, uh, uh, sorry, Northern America, right. North America. Yeah. Uh, it's the Americas, basically, Pan America mm, yeah. region. You go there and compete. So I just, I, I met them, and, and, and most of them are sponsored, you know, by their country. Okay. Uh, and, you know, so you, you kind of need to be because you've got to go international tournaments like every one, um, every month to every two months, and then you got to practice every day, uh, like four to six hours. I mean, it's, it's hardcore. It's another job, so, yeah. Yeah, basically. So, but they're getting paid to do it, yet the Americans are not. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I was thinking to myself, do I really want to sacrifice time and money yeah. and effort? You know, it would cost me a lot and it will cost me my job and it would be a lot of effort right. and there's no guarantees. Uh, yeah. So I chose, you know, I said at that point, I said, you know what, I've gotten what I need out of it. I'm going to take this all this energy and I'm going to get better at my career. Right. I, so I put everything into my career after that. It must have been so hard to 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 make that decision, though. Uh, yeah, say, because, you know, is, this is how far I go. 
even though I've yeah, spent seven you, years working for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it was hard because you know you always want to achieve, right? Yeah. You're like, you know, okay, I'm just gonna keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, but I think I, I'm such a person that wants to keep going and not stop. Yeah. That it actually was a big learning thing for me to say, you know what, I stop here, oh. because what's more important is that I put all this energy into my career yeah, now yeah. because you know a lot of people think you know hey you know you can do both and all this and you can't <laughs> you can't do two olympic yeah. events you can't sharpen two knives at the same time right, right. it doesn't work you have you to, to do yeah. one thing yeah so i said to myself you know what i'm going to take my art to the next evolution mm. and i'm you know i can't i don't want to bank on all this other stuff and i've gotten what i need out of it yeah. i've learned a lot yeah. i mean i learned how to how to practice how to get somewhere i've learned how to conquer my own emotions right. that's a big one right because you know you learn how to deal with all this anger yeah uh you know i, I break my racket you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. That. so you know that for me and if i can start something at 40 years old I guarantee you anybody can start something at 40 yeah and get to a professional uh, and level. i didn't have to give up my day job right I mean, you know, granted, it was tough, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, it's not going mean, to be easy. It wasn't easy, but you do have those extra hours yeah. to to uh, um, kind of give attention to something else. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, why don't we pull up that, uh, I, I have just a short video I prepared so yeah, that awesome, we can yeah. take a look at it. Let's take a look at that. And that's pretty impressive, I have to say. I mean, I have so many questions, I don't even know where to start. Um, I'm, I'm curious, though, um, when you when you made the, the when you made the the national team, are you like by far the oldest person there, or is it like all all walks of life, all age groups represented in that well, team? Uh, in that team, uh, I'm not the oldest, but I'm one of the oldest. Oh, interesting because i mean when you usually think about olympics and 
athletes, you always imagine these really jumpy uh, 20-year-olds. But um, Yeah, so, so there's a junior team, right. uh, and we were practicing with some of the juniors. But it also, you know, there's not that many of us. Mm -hmm. uh, so that uh, so it's kind of one of those things where you uh, it depends on the year uh, it depends on how many people but I mean uh, at that time most people are a little bit older in age just because um, you know maybe they got into an accident later in their life oh, okay, okay. things like that so it, it's not always like you were born with some kind of uh, a disability uh, some people got into an you know, accident later right Uh, and they just had to pick up something mm. and then they picked this up and they then they started training and then it you know yeah. it's a, it's a table tennis is a, just a, a very skilled sport yeah, yeah. but it's so a very mental sport oh, it's yeah. like a, a you know i mean you know it's yeah, it's yeah. like chess basically it's it's a chess but you know with a ball basically exactly, exactly. you do have to have some, some physical and yeah. mental yeah. i mean for, for me what's interesting is I mean, was that was that uh, something you researched that you that you knew um, you had some chances leveling up in that sport compared to maybe other sports? Or was table tennis kind of just like a natural thing which you um, wanted to do anyway? You felt drawn to it anyway, regardless of of the possibilities of making a, a national team or something like that? Yeah, I mean, honest truth is I was more drawn to other sports, to be honest. But mm -hmm. I think I chose table tennis because I thought it was the closest gap. I could actually play with someone standing. I could play mm -hmm. with someone mm -hmm. sitting and it wouldn't be too much of a disadvantage. Uh, so I kind of and I liked table tennis, uh, but I didn't love table tennis. I mean, I loved windsurfing, but that wasn't really something I was going to be able to do. Mm. So. Yeah. You know, it was just one of those things where you know you kind of have to pick something that you at least you yeah, like, yeah. and 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 but also uh, um, you know you, you you I mean you you pick something you like, but also that you can compete with other yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, you know, at least I can play with someone standing, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you p pick a, a wheelchair sport that's really really different, then you know the practice just has to be with those other people in wheelchairs. Yeah. You, but it might be harder. Like if you're uh, just playing basketball, like wheelchair basketball, you're going to need a bunch of guys in a team, in a chair, playing yeah. other guys in a team, in a chair. That That's a lot of, yeah. you know, at, disabled athletes to find to yeah. do that. Yeah. So for this, it's a lot easier. Yeah, interesting. So, I mean, for, for me, what's um, important and what's what's interesting to me are the transition points um, in, in your mind when you decided... Um, okay, I'm, I'm doing this for fun, kind of, and to do something with my time and to find something else other than art, maybe. Um, and when it turned into something that you actually wanted to dive deeper into and make a more concerted effort, um, I mean, was that... I mean, how, how, how conscious was that decision you made? Um, at the I think end of it the day? was one, at some point you made that decision, um, you know, when you decide, do I want to do more with this? Mm. Uh, because, you know, when you're at a job and at that time I had already been working for like 10 years. Right. But the thing is, you know, you just get better because you're going to work yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not really conscious and saying, you know what, I'm really going to make it better because it's make or break. Yeah. You know, it's never like that, you know, when it comes to art, it's a very slow burn, you know, and when it came to this table tennis, I was like, I was doing it, doing it, doing it. And I was like, I really like this. And, you know, I, I think I 
I want to challenge myself to do more. Right. Or at least, you know, see where I can go. And I think it was one point where I just said, you know, I'm I'm going I'm going to do this because you had to make that switch because then it's all the reading. Then it's the finding the best coach. Right, right. Then it's finding the shortest shortcut to that goal, you know. Right. Um, and it's so applicable to, applicable to what we're doing. Right. You know, because, right. you know, it's like I went and found the, the best Paralympic coach. Boom. That's it. And then I, I shortened all the time of learning by reading all these books about learning mm. because I was like, okay, I, I, because, you know, when you're young, you can make mistakes. Right. And you pay for it with time. Exactly. Right. That's all. Right. Okay. You make some mistakes, you learn tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you can, you, for me, I, you know, if I keep tomorrow, tomorrow, then it's going to, after a while, mm. be a long time. So for me, I, 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 I I think it really uh, taught me how to do all that. But right. but yeah, I mean, I at some point I just I, mean, I don't remember like a specific mm. point. But you know, I was like, there's so many times I would be talking to my wife. I, I want to quit. I want to quit. <laughs> it was really hard. Yeah, yeah. It was imagine. really hard. And you and and I think anybody doing something new and wanting to do it with that seriousness is going to get to a point where they go, Am I doing the right freaking thing? Yeah. I mean, it's it's with anything um, because, like you said, in your job, you kind of go to your job, you just do it automatically, and you'll get you'll get better, right? But if you if you do something outside of that, it's really the only motivation or the only motivator you have is yourself, and to keep that up over my gosh, like seven years is really really hard. But I think it's a good it's a good reminder that um, if you are trying to do this. Um, outside of your work and keep working at the same time because i mean you probably have to um, that you will ha you will face a lot of obstacles and and it will take a lot of time to get to a professional level probably way more than um, somebody who's a lot younger and who can dedicate the entire seven days a week to to learning that oh, absolutely so, and, and and i think especially knowing sort of how to go about doing this is super important because yeah. um, I think a lot of people just don't realize, you know, the priority and how to actually put goals and how, you know, how to, you know, make small goals happen. And there's such a science to it, you know, uh, on how to learn something that I, I feel like a lot of people don't realize. And you can shave like that right now. The thing is a lot of the, the younger people, who just look on YouTube, this is where you can actually go down the wrong road mm. for like a while, you know? And I just felt, I don't, I don't have that time to go down the wrong road. Right. So I better ask the right person. Exactly. Like that's the key, right? You ask the person that you say, well, he's been there and he's trained those people. Mm. So I'm going to do it. And I, and basically I listened to everything he had to say. I mean, I did everything that was not comfortable for me. He's right. like, okay, come to Oregon and, <laughs> and, uh, um, and, and practice like three, four days and then tournament here. I'll coach you through the tournament. We'll learn. you know, it was a lot of learning, but I hated going to someone's house. I hated that. Mm. You know, I hated living at someone foreign's house. I c couldn't deal with it, but I said, you know what? I, Hey, this is part of it. I got to do it. Right. I mean, it helps that, you know, we became he was my coach and friend. Yeah. So we're friends now. And and he was the best coach ever. And he right. taught me not just about playing, but also about personality, right. about 
learning. That I mean, and I think at some point we we may do a whole thing on just learning and how to learn. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean that's but that's my thing. Did you, know? you find him? Did you? Was he like kind of like the jackpot in terms of like the first person you you approached as a coach, and then you just oh, I mean, clicked, I had, or did you go through many different coaches to find I had the one that roughly? I I probably say I have roughly around ten coaches. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's good. And each yeah. coach would teach you something different. Yeah. And once you get past a certain level, there's another coach for that mm -hmm. because someone just takes you from, let's say, beginner to upper beginner. And then someone takes you from intermediate to high. Right. And then then you get to the level where you're high level and then you go to the because everybody teaches something different. Uh, interesting. Right. I mean, you know, it's the same with art, right? Mm -hmm. Even, you know, like you don't have to be the best artist to teach mm. someone who's just starting out. Exactly. I mean, hopefully you understand the fundamentals yeah, and yeah. then they just do that. But when you get up to the high level, maybe that person doesn't, oh, I can't really help you anymore. Exactly. Why don't you? So, you know, a good example is my men, you know, person I'm mentoring now, I, he's doing creature design. Mm. So I said, you know what? I can teach you how to do keyframes. I can teach you design thinking. Um, I can teach you all this kind of stuff, which, you know, all applies. But when it comes you you come to a point where you're past a certain point and you need creature specific advice mm. i turned him on to somebody else exactly yeah. to supplement you know mm. that uh and and i think that you know you that's really important to find the right person right right very important, you know, that yeah. to me you know so yeah. very important yeah cool um, um before but what about you yeah, yeah i was what, just gonna say or, yeah before we jump that, into that's my thing. <laughs> more general tips and tricks, I think there's a lot of stuff that will come into our but later. But you switched careers when you were yeah. later too. So, I mean, for, for me, it was, it was actual a career switch, not so much kind of trying to find something else to do. So my, my approach was maybe a bit more desperate and a bit more, um, yeah, a bit different. But anyways, so I've... I've mentioned this before, I think here, but so in, in I was never like the the guy who's drawing a lot. Um, I, I was kind of into the whole website stuff in in the late '90s, and then got a job as a graphic designer. And uh, because I always liked, I don't know, I liked uh, like orderly stuff. I like clean stuff. I liked uh, um, I liked building with Legos. Like I liked anime and I liked uh, reading comic books and, and, and playing video games, watching like sci-fi movies and all the kind of things that, um, that interested me in, in creating stuff and designing stuff. But I, I never took it too seriously because for me it was always um, that there's a talent required. It's not really a, a skill I can pick up because... I mean, nobody told me otherwise. I didn't have any artists in my family. Like, I don't, I don't have an architect dad or something like that, right? Um, so I kind of did what everybody else in, in, in my immediate surrounding was doing, which is going to, going to a, a university or doing something else, right? And um, I failed the... I wanted to go to a photography-focused, um, like, trade school, and so I picked out the best one that was where I where I used to live near Munich. So I found the best photography school in Munich and applied there. And of course, I I failed the 
I mean, I don't know what I failed, if it was the interview or if I failed the portfolio um, um, that I prepared for that. But that kind mm -hmm. of, I mean, I wasn't really trying, to be honest. I mean, it, maybe mm -hmm. I was trying, but not really consciously. So that kind mm -hmm. of just actually gave me a bit of a reinforcement that, okay, I don't have the, like, I'm okay with the camera, but I'm not, I'm not good enough. And I just don't have the talent, right? I, it didn't occur to me that I maybe should spend another year like taking five billion pictures to improve and then try again. So that didn't that didn't really occur to me. Um, maybe I was too too young, too stupid, too naive. I have no oh. idea, right? Um, but so I decided to to jump into a, a, a more academic thing because I, I didn't really know what to do anyway. So I thought, hey, before I waste a year, I'll just uh, study what I'm interested in and that at that, that at that point I was Japanese so I, I studied Japanese language in a, in a little class afternoon class like once a week before and I thought hey that, that's it's a lot of fun and I'll just I'll just want to try so the worst thing that will happen in that one year is that I'll, I'll pick up a bit of Japanese right so mm -hmm. I enrolled and of course there's no limitations because the Japanese department doesn't have enough people anyway so um, I got in I studied and how I, old were you um, that was at 21 i think yeah 21 okay. um mm -hmm. and i was like okay um I'll, I'll just do that and it was so much fun i actually stuck with it um and mm -hmm. before i know it before i knew it i was um i was in japan and studying there with mm -hmm. like a scholarship so i was like hey that, this is even more fun um but i kind of lost i honestly lost interest halfway through because it kind of felt like oh now now I need to go back to Germany and then I have to do another two years and and write my thesis to graduate actually with this crap and all the while I was doing like graphic design kind of as a as a job um that could kind of uh, pay for for whatever uh, stuff I had rent food and and whatever right and whatever you need as a student um but I didn't really think about making this into a career but neither was the Japanese stuff gonna give me like mm -hmm. great career chances so it I was 26 when I graduated and I, I I didn't really have any plan whatsoever like I had no idea um what I wanted to do so I just took the next best thing and I, I followed my wife to to Singapore who who had a job there and I I just like I found a job doing again what I did before graphic design um, but not really any inclination to level up or, or do anything further with that. I, I, at some point, I got really bored. And then um, I think what came back to me is, is the what I call the allure of like the artistic, of following my dreams and wanting to work in, in, in the movie, and in, in, mostly in the movie industry and, and help make movies. Because all this while, I the internet became became what it is and there was youtube and people were sharing more stuff and you could get an idea of of what what these people were doing um the artists that work on movies like um i think then also the the digital stuff started happening where people were jumping a lot into photoshop instead of like doing traditional matte painting or whatever photo manipulation was possible people were sharing like Norman dvds design studio press was coming mm -hmm. out with with their stuff specifically on concept design. And then I was really f like learning what, that there is such a thing as concept so you, design. You bought, you bought these DVDs and, 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 and checked it out. I, and... I bought, yeah, of course I bought them. Yeah. Um, 
Well, at that time, you could. <laughs> there was no yeah, other I'm way, saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, but you you bought them and, and tried it out. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So I, okay. I, I remember watching Dylan Cole's stuff and I'm like, wow, this guy's amazing. I want to do what he does. So I, I tried using Photoshop and I'm like, complete fail, of course, because I had no fundamentals yeah, whatsoever, right? Um, but what made you decide, okay, I got to do more of that? It's just... Um, I got so bored with my job and and I, I knew that I wanted to do something that has to do with creating stuff. Like I was never mm -hmm. really that much into 3D back then, even though um, I took actually some classes on 3D Studio Max in university. Um, but mm -hmm. it, it just didn't click. It was too weird and too, too technical for myself. And I, I mean, I still didn't draw anything um, at all. I was never the worst student in art class in high school, but I didn't take that as a hint as to maybe I should put more effort into that. I never, I never made that connection. Um, but I think I realized I, I did have a bit more of a sensibility towards what looks nice, what looks right um, than other people. Um, I, but again, I didn't take that as a, as a hint. I just kind of ignored it, to be honest. Um, but for me, the, it was still like, I, I loved movies so much. I loved sci-fi movies so much. And, and just like, like most people, I have, I have a very nostalgic feeling about, about what the 80s and, and early 90s had to offer in terms of that kind of stuff. Um, so all the typical things like Blade Runner and Aliens and whatever, right? So what, what a lot of people grew up with. And that, that left a really big impression on me on how to, how to imagine these worlds. And, um, but honestly, I, I still didn't have an idea. I was very naive. I was very... So, so, so in, at that t stage, you were in Singapore and yeah. you're like, okay, what made you go to FCD? I was just researching. I was like, okay, I need a, I need a plan. Right, I'm 28. Um, at that point, I can't just fool around and do whatever I want. I was in a relationship. I had rent to pay. I wanted to move on with, like, I mm -hmm. needed to move on in a certain respect, right? Because I mean, my peers um, were going into the next step of their careers at that point, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm starting from You're the starting beginning, new, right? Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. what, what do I? what do I need to do to get where I want, right? How do I get it? Basically, it was not like a thinking of what do I like? Oh, this is, this is a fun thing to do. It was more like, like who, which company do I want to work for? And what, what job do I want to do? And how do I get there the fastest way possible, right? Because it was about, it, there was very real pressure there about having a job and making money. So how can I make a transition from the current job I had, which actually paid decently because it was in the finance industry? And how do I make mm. a transition into a, a job that gives me the opportunity to do exactly what I want to do, um, which I decided at that point, um, for better or worse, was, was concept design. And how do I get there in the shortest amount of time possible? There was no option to move outside of Singapore at that point. Um, so I decided, look, what can I do here? So I researched all the schools that give some sort of art education. And of course, it, it fell short because there's not really any other school that teaches this kind of stuff. Um, mm. And I was, I was very close to giving up because the art schools were just not, they, they, they offered like some 
what traditional art, art schools do photography yeah but, it, but not specific to no, entertainment at all. Design. there were like some drawing classes or or illustration and like there was like a, a popular visual effects school but I'm like visual effects is not what i want to do i want to create right. stuff so i was mm -hmm. like I, w i was really on giving up and then by just pure accident i, I took i took a, a book off the shelves like i don't know i think it was concept design part two from design studio press where it was just an overview mm. over a lot of concept artists that were working um around late 90s early 2000s and and feng zhu was in there um and at that point i think he started doing some first videos on youtube on on his process so i i looked that up um And he was just sketching wildly and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Like, so amazing. Yeah, How yeah. can somebody like I thought, like when you draw with a pencil, you just do really boring stuff or you use it to write. But then I saw mm -hmm. people like drawing like this and I'm like, holy crap. And he's doing it on the computer. Right. And I still had my Wacom um, mm -hmm. all, all dusty in the in the bag somewhere and not used. And I was like, holy crap, he, he uses that and he he's able to do this like this. This is amazing. Right. And and then in the comments, I think of the YouTube video, it said like, "Oh, like please check out the new school I opened in Singapore." And I'm like, mm -hmm. "Like how do I not know about this? Like, what is going on?" Yeah, in Singapore, that of was all like, places. That was like 10 p.m. on that day when I when I saw this, and then the next morning I went to school and enrolled. And, and, and rolled. And, oh, and, and that and was that was like this, this, is, say, right? this is it. This But, is it. I okay, that's the that. other thing. Did you quit your job? Yeah, I quit. But you just said I, I mean, you, I quit and I'm going to go to school. It's a full time program, so there's no. So there's a big sacrifice there. I yeah, mean, what, no income and no. it's expensive. It's it's the equivalent of like thirty five, forty thousand US dollars for one year, and that doesn't even include well living expense, right? I mean, it's not like my rent suddenly disappears, right? Um, so that's, that's what it took. And, but I was like, I, I need to do this change. Right. And of course, then the pressure grows even stronger that, okay. I mean, at the you need end, to get out, get a job kind of at thing. At the end, like the, the goal was very clear that at, in a 12 month time, my skills, which are zero, I mean, honestly, they were not completely zero. I, I, I knew how I knew Photoshop. I knew how to use a Wacom. I, I knew, I didn't think I did, but I did know a little bit about designing. Um, but mm -hmm. I mean, it was very clear at the end of the 12 months, I had to be able to get a job. It, I needed to have, um, competitive professional skills, at least on a junior level. Right. Um, And that, that was the mandate and there was no option for failure, to be honest, because if that doesn't, didn't work out, then what, what was I supposed to be doing? Um, and, and that, that was right from the get go. Like it, mm -hmm. it was really hard. I mean, I kind of emptied myself. Like I, I said, like, okay, I'm, I don't know anything like, please, please teach me master. Right. And <laughs> I, I took everything there, there are quite a, a few people, um, that, kind of struggled very much with with this um, approach that you have to um, that you that you have to take on the new knowledge and kind of go after the teachers 
way of doing things. And uh, some people clashed massively because they had their own way of doing things. They already knew mm -hmm. too much. They could draw really well, but they couldn't really get into the design thinking part of it. So it, it created a lot of a lot of trouble. But anyway, that the kind of the, the style of teaching that they did worked very well for me. I mean, honestly, I had no choice but to accept it. There was no option of like, um, okay, I'll I'll do like if I I'll I don't like him, I'll go to a different school that that didn't exist. Like it was this or nothing. Um, yeah, basically, you burned the ships. Yeah, I mean, you know when they when 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 the I, I forgot if it was Cortez or Columbus, but when they got to the New World, they just burned the ships. Yeah, there was no looking but back. But then yeah. there's no going back. Yeah, and I it mean, wasn't even like you, you you know you went part time or anything. You no, just no, went no. all right. All, I'm gonna do this and, and I'm gonna spend thirty forty grand. <laughs> I mean, I honestly had. I mean, looking back, it was like I'm like, I'm not sure how I made that decision because it feels like so irresponsible now. Um, yeah, but it, no, but that's also courage. Yeah, and I mean, look, and look you had your did you have your wife's support? Um, yeah, but she made it very clear that um, <laughs> you better get a job. Yeah, there needed to be this. Is, this is not. I mean, she made it clear, and that I mean, also, which made it clear to myself that um, this is there needs to be a tangible end result. This is not just like some fun thing. Um, yeah, that I, I give my you free one time. year <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> no, yeah. but it helps to be honest to focus yourself, right? Um, but that pressure, though, it is a lot of pressure. And, so, and I know that yeah. pressure because when I went to the tournaments, I had to do a certain level mm. in order to to win my place. Yeah. In in so same for you. I mean, it's like at some point, if you don't get a job, you're yeah, going yeah. back to the you, bank. You really need to. I think to a certain degree, you need to really put yourself out there, and you need to put in. You need to have have a lot of skin in the game um, in order to, I think, excel. And I mean, looking back, I I really didn't know anything. Like in the beginning, we were just doing like simple sketch exercises from life, and my sketchbook just looks like looks like one of a five year old. And and my wife was looking at it, and she's just shaking her head, <laughs> and is like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "It's funny, like, your wife's like, I can like, draw better than you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's kind of like that, but I mean. And then it, it's just like every day, every day and, and no sleep and you have to kind of grind through it. You have to, there are certain levels, there are certain, you have to grind through the plateaus and you have to grind through whatever, like whatever hardships they, they, they throw at you. So the first term was really, really harsh. Like I, I was, I was terrible. Um, did you I, ever doubt yourself? Oh, like every day. I'm like, what am I doing? It's like 3am and I'm drawing like like you know the, the typical like scott robertson like draw through kind of stuff oh, and i'm gosh. like what am i doing this is nonsense like because you also don't in the first term at least you don't you don't really create you're building yourself a foundation that gives you the skills in order to express your ideas professionally later on but in the beginning it's just like like oh let's let's do some let's go to the zoo and draw some animals um, so, and I'm like, so, what? I'm like, I can't draw anything. So, so for, for just for my knowledge, it was a, a one year. One year, yeah. Yeah, like like no, just straight through, or did I mean, it? There's two weeks summer break. Two weeks break after each term, three terms, but you get so much homework um, that you basically don't really have much of a break at all um i mean it's i mean how I many classes per term um you have maybe 
I think you have about like five classes. I think one Ooh. one different class each day. But then it's really like the, the class is just kind of like showing you technique in the morning and then you have like a couple of days of homework for each class like worth of, of stuff. It really, I mean, because it's it's one thing, you, you, ha you, you look at the technique, but then you have to repeat that technique a billion times to get good, right? It's not like, it doesn't make much sense to overload yeah, it's you. Muscle on, memory. On, it's muscle memory, yeah. yeah. It's, not like you it's not like you can watch like 50 hours of YouTube videos and then suddenly you're a genius, right? It doesn't work like that. For every hour of YouTube, you have to spend a month of implementing that technique again and again and again to e even grasp the, the fundamentals of it. So, yeah, it's the same. Obviously, the same for table tennis, yeah. right? I mean, any stroke you want to learn. Ah, oh, man, it's and, and it's it's it. You don't see progress. You don't see progress for a long time. Um, but then I think for me, in the middle of the second term, things kind of turned around, and I think it was a bit of myself, like just really letting, like in a way, letting letting go in the, of the past and also learning a bit from it, like really embracing what I learned before and kind of accepting the person I am. I don't know, uh, because I was always like, oh, I wasted so much time before doing all these other things and now I want to do this and what am I doing? But once I really stopped regretting everything that I did before and kind of embraced and thought back on on what are my strengths and and what do i know what the, forward yeah i mean because other people in that course were like 20 18 years old and i'm like i'm like the grandpa there right i'm like what am i doing um there were also some other folks um, who who came from different career paths um which was interesting um and i think we all had kind of a different attitude to towards the entire um way of learning so again for us there was no other option in the end but getting a getting a job um Whereas for a lot of kids, there was not any, um, the parents paid for the tuition. Um, they could kind of like, okay, if this year doesn't work out, I'll do something else because I'm just 21 and not 20. And that doesn't really matter. Right. Um, so <laughs> it, it was, it was a lot about what was on, what was, um, what was at stake here. And, um, mm. Oh, that's that's pretty that's pretty incredible because uh, you know I mean I think what you just said is is probably a lot of people um, you know and and honestly you 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 could be twenty uh, a lot of people you know that I see students are very already you know like oh my god I'm twenty one and I just picked it am I too late you know I get that too I'm like are you kidding me twenty yeah, yeah, that's yeah. got your whole life ahead of you. But also don't be afraid, you know, when you hear this, you, if you're younger, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I made, but you know, you, you're not going to get to a point where, oh my God, I'm old. I can't do it. Well, yeah. we're here to show you that you absolutely can do it with some planning. Mm. I mean, in your case, I mean, I, it was, I mean, I'm sure you didn't kind of like, you thought about financially how you were able to sustain that of year. Course, I'm of sure, course, right? yeah, of course. Um, so that, at that least you always, had that. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at my my savings and everything, and I was like, okay. Right. So you didn't just go like, ah, oh no, no, no. This, you know, like of course. So you know, so that's why I'm saying for a lot of people, mm. uh, younger, older, you know, obviously that would be, you know, a very straightforward thing is to make sure you're financially viable, yeah. right? Save up enough money, of course, or of course. work your weekends. But I think 
the most important thing is is you know for you you chose the right school to cram all that learning yeah. into a year I mean, imagine if the Feng Su school was awful and they taught you the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, that would have been. I mean, that was that was just a risk, right? But I mean, I, I say like, oh, at, in, at night I was I was reading about the school, and then in the morning I signed up. I mean, um, of course, it was just not like a snap like that, right? I did all the research about all the other schools before, and I, I, I you, you knew it was the right place to do I, it. I, you knew. I knew that I knew about a, a Art Center College of Design. I knew about that school. It was just not But an you option. weren't going to go over to California no, to do not, that. I was actually calculating if I could, but of course there was no way I could afford that. And and so I knew about all this stuff. And then I knew that because Feng Zhu was also from Art Center. Um, and through the videos that he posted online, I kind of could get a glimpse of what, like how he taught. That was right attitude. at the beginning of FCD, right? That was at the very beginning. I think it was like, I don't know, second or third uh, batch of students that got in. And um, so, but again, it was, it was not completely uninformed. There were interviews to go through um, for people to really communicate. There was like an open house, which I went to late. I actually went to the open house after I signed up. Um, so that was quite. Well, maybe You're you should. Like, maybe you should in, do it the other anyway. way around. Yeah, you should do it the other way around. Maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I mean, there's a lot of things to consider, but yeah, financials is one of the things, especially later on. Um, I mean, you have to really consider what, 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 what is the the the, the framework? What are the responsibilities you have, and those cannot be ignored. Like, do you have parents that are older and might need help? In terms of your time or your finances, do you have kids? Do you have a do you have a spouse? Do you have two incomes? Do you have one income? Um, what what other responsibilities do you have in terms of do you have a mortgage you have to pay? Um, um, what what, well, yeah, what would the average a lot of very do? basic sort of financial yeah, sort of yeah. planning um, things, which I, I think you know for those things, I'm sure that that's a very you know sort of I guess it's a more obvious thing, right? It's more like, okay, well, here's my, uh, you know, output uh, each month and then how much input do I yeah, need yeah. and whether that allows you to, you know, either go to school or learn on your own time. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think mainly is uh, the most valuable thing that we can give is how, you know, how do you actually learn the thing in the shortest time possible? How, yeah. how do you feel supported? I mean, that's the other thing, yeah. you know, cause I'm, I'm looking at my lips of, you know, you know, what, what I consider sort of tips. Mm. Uh, and I had one thing that was like support system. Right. Uh, so for, for me personally, uh, my wife supported if without her help, I, mm. I don't oh, think definitely. I would have made it. How about you? I mean, yeah, I mean, behind every great artist, I think, is a great uh, partner, wife, husband um, that or not, or, or I guess, not, or, or not. friend or, or family. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, right. So there needs to be a whatever that is yeah. support system in, 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 in a way of like a, a mental support system, I think, not only financial, <clears throat> excuse me, but also also mentally, right, that um, <clears throat> you clearly communicate what what your goals are and what you want to achieve and um, that you're quite serious about this and um, you, you need to, I mean, you need to have the support. 
otherwise it's yeah. not it's not going to be possible i think um it's just because gonna... i always thought i could, oh, I could just do it alone no, but no, no. in the end i really really needed that support and that support gets you through because you're going to be frustrated oh yeah yeah, yeah. You you you're going to be frustrated all the time yeah. all the time you're going to be asking yourself really and it, it might often be about things that your partner might not understand if your partner is not an artist or doesn't go through the same kind of is your partner an artist no no not at all um but she, i mean she knows a lot about she has a lot of um, knowledge about just i don't know professionalism and, and she she's working <laughs> herself and and um there was always a second income from her right i mean it, it would be a very different story if if um, we would have been relying on my income and then i say like oh i want to go back to school um, so that's not really a given. So it, it takes a lot of sacrifice, not only sacrifice on your end, right? Let's not be so selfish to think that it's the only sacrifice that you have to give in terms of your time, oh, yeah. energy Absolutely. and finances, right? It's, it's, the, it's the sacrifice on your wife, your kids side, um, if you have mm -hmm. any um, of like putting up with you because you you have to you have to know yourself a little bit and i think what you mentioned before is very interesting that um you had to learn about about mental strength and how to dealing with failure right if you kind of had like a pretty pretty easy going job and and um you, you don't have to deal with much frustration imagine the amount of of stress you have to go through um later on failing in this in this in this journey all the time and you have to be really careful about managing um managing that and and not kind of making the people around you suffer because yeah, of yeah. your yeah. that's a big one your, yeah i don't know whatever right throwing rackets yeah yeah because you're frustrated your and you're gonna take it out on them break yeah. your wake him. Well, if i asked you if you didn't, you know, for the people who can't afford to go to school right. or have that time off, like let's say you never had the chance to go to FCD yeah. and you had to get into this, what what would you say to those people? What would I say to those people? But I how, mean, no, how would you do it if you didn't have FCD? Right, exactly. I mean, honestly, it would have. It's, it's a good. It's a good question. I mean, back in two thousand, what was it? Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Um, there was not the the amount of 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 stuff out there that there's now i mean there was really only like um uh, the nomen dvds right um and and nothing really else there was no massive youtube and and gumroad explosion of of knowledge there was no learn squared schoolism cgma well, let's just say that now. all these so, things exist well, all, all these, these things existed right yeah. i mean i think what because they exist now so <laughs> what you have to have looking back and, and thinking about what needs to be in place and what I would have probably improved on is that you really have to have a very clear plan of, of your financials. You need to have a really clear understanding of what comes in, what goes out, um, of how much money are you really making and, and how much does it really cost? How much money can you afford to spend on learning materials and all these other things? And, and where can you step back? And this has to be a discussion that you do with your, I mean, and with your spouse. Um, absolutely. I mean, we're talking specifically about people who are further on in their life, who probably have a partner um, and, and all these kind of things, right? So let, let's assume that. You need to make a very clear plan of what comes in, what goes out and, and how this really will go, right? So you have to have a plan and, and you have to have 
I think, very clearly defined goals in terms of what you want to achieve at what point. Now that becomes very difficult if you're talking about, oh, I want to be at a professional level. Because what does that really mean, right? I mean, are you saying you want to be, I need to be as good as Craig Mullins, right? Is that your goal? Or, I mean, is your goal, oh, I want to work as a concept designer at Studio X by December 2022, right? And then you need to make a list of what this really entails. What does it mean? Like, does it not only mean you have to um, be at a professional level of artist Y that works for Studio X, but you might also have to relocate if you know that this company never hires freelancers, right? There's, I mean, again, it's not as simple as like my art needs to be at that level, right? There's many other factors um, sure. and you need to break it down. You need to have a really, really clear understanding of what you need to achieve. And then you need to mm -hmm. seek out the people um, because, you, again, you can't go it alone in a way that you need a support system, but you also can't go it alone in a way that you can just study by yourself and, and draw every day and then expect great things to happen, right? I mean, if you have all the time in the world and you say, like, I'm 40 now and I'm happy if by age 60 I'm getting hired for a job there, then by all means, like, do a bit of daydreaming. But if you have a very clear goal of, like, in three years I want to work for this company because, like, that's just what I need to do, right? So and I think you need to have that mindset, though, that you have to be, this is the only way. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, yeah. accepting I, I, any I, less is not going to work for you. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I think um, a good example would be, um, I think somebody I'm mentoring, the, the, the guy yeah. I'm mentoring now, um, I feel like uh, the goal is to shortcut everything as quick as possible to get him working. Right. So I, I think that, you know, in order to do something like that, uh, especially for somebody who's older, who who needs to make sure that they don't waste any time, yeah. is to be very specific in your goal. Yeah. Like like you said, right? But specific to the point where I'm not going to do environment, character, keyframe. I'm going to choose one thing I'm going right. to do good right. at, and get really good at that because you can't get good at five things in a year. It's just really really yeah. difficult. But so how? Let me ask you how. We always say like, oh, like it's it's not good to take shortcuts. You have to focus on your fundamentals and all these kind of things. So how do you how do you combine um, the learning of strong fundamentals with a very tight and focused time frame? Um, so I think you have to be very specific in terms of, okay, one in one word is a good coach slash mentor. Mm that person will help see what you're good at. So the person I'm working with now, um, his drawing is not up to, to, to speed. And I could say, well, okay, you're gonna learn those fundamentals even more for the next year. But there's a time crunch here, which I, I don't wanna talk about, mm. um, you know, because it's personal, but um, it, we wanna get it as quick as possible. So I said, okay, you know, after looking at all these things and now I'm his me uh, mentor and I know what he's good at, I say, focus more on the sculpting side mm -hmm. because that is something that really rings true to you. Okay. But we'll start doing more fundamentals right. in anatomy mm, that's good. and all that. 
in that realm because you have to look at that person specifically and you know because a general art school will say well do some sculpting do some drawing yeah. do some painting do yeah. some animating you know and then we but there's a lot of 50 percent of this wasted right you know wasted That's energy true. and so i would say you know for anybody who wants to get into the industry and and i've been uh doing a lot of reviews yeah. um portfolio reviews and talking to people and a lot of people are at that are in this age range you know like a little bit older yeah uh you know maybe past you know maybe around 30 mm. and they really want to make it in and right. it's their second career and they're just sitting there going I don't know. And when they come and talk to me or talk to anybody you trust, they'll give you a, a good sort of guide you right. in a way of where you think yeah, you exactly. can, you know, if you're already pretty good at environments uh, and you just started characters, I say, you know what, wait on the characters, keep going here, right. you know, on, on the environments and make that the best it can be. Mm. But you have to find the right people to help you. Like yeah. you said, you, Support systems, not just your wife or girlfriend or family. It's you need a like for me when I was playing table tennis, I needed a good coach. Right. And I got the best coach. And that's the only reason I could have made it right. to where I made it. Exactly. And 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 so I feel like a lot of people don't realize that if you're not strategic, you will lose years. Exactly. I mean, and like you said, if you're OK with it. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, right? But it's it might not be a professional path for you in the end, right? Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't realize that, look, and sometimes you have to spend some money. Oh, yeah, it will cost. It it's will cost not going to come for free. But I mean, if you go and let's say you, you really, you see a, an artist that's also a, a mentor mm. and his program is um, whatever amount of money, I'd say it's worth everything because yeah, you're not exactly. wasting time. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you've got all these resources now, right? The acceleration of, of <laughs> learning and the strategic will, will cost you money. There's no doubt about that. Um, and I mean, w what you said was, was very interesting about that you really got to be focused. You have to realize that you can't do everything. I have a lot of people um, from from different different area different backgrounds asking like oh I really want to break in like what what should I learn how do how do I do this and then usually you have to figure out first like what what do you really want to do and you have to realize you can't do everything I mean not even professionals like we don't do everything right so you have to be really clear about what aspect like not only what job do you want to do but what aspect of that job. Um, you want to do and like you said you have to be very clear you have to have a good understanding and, and insight into your own um skill set like what are you good at are you good at the technical stuff are you good at the other stuff are you do you have are you very strategic do you have a very clear way of 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 working and how do you how can you leverage that because you need to leverage what you have learned you need to build on your experience because your experience is the only thing that can set you apart from the younger people. The younger people who are learning now, they're learning at an incredibly accelerated rate and they will outdo you 10 to 1 in terms of pure output. I of mean, course. And, 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 and they will and be they... better. At, at age 40, they will be incredible artists, way better than you will ever be in your lifetime. And you have to accept that. But you can. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I I might disagree yeah, with that you one. Yeah, you, you disagree on that because one? I think art itself is not 
about being good. You get to a certain level and everybody's good. It's just that, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci mm. and Raphael, they're all good. Mm. It's just which one, you know, which road do you like? You know, you might like okay, Michelangelo, fair enough, fair enough. you know, but, so I think you, you all get to a really good level mm. if you all put effort in, but at some point it's just about, you know, it's art, right? I mean, right. ultimately it's subjective and, and whether, you know, you're doing something that other people like or not. Right. Um, so I, I don't think that, you know, just because you start later, you won't be as good. Okay. Fair I enough. think you can be just, that's just my opinion. Okay. okay. Um, but I, I do feel that, um, for a lot of people who want to get in one strat strategic way is, and, and you know, this might sound funny, but don't do anything that takes a lot of um, design um, initially. Do things that are more fundamental based. Mm -hmm. uh, fundamental meaning like things you can reference, um, mm -hmm. you know, things that you can, real world things. Because a lot of people, they just automatically jump to doing these sci-fi ships and all mm -hmm. this stuff. But they don't realize that takes years right. to hone in. And if you don't take the years, it looks awful. That's and true. it will impede you in getting a job. But if you just say, okay, you know what? I'm going to aim for, let's say, I want to get into Naughty Dog. Mm. Okay, well, do more of Last of Us stuff. There's shot design, composition, all right, that. Right. But it's not like hardcore, like you got to design a new spaceship. Exactly. You got to understand so much to do that. I, I got to design a new building. Oh, going to do it. If you don't understand architecture, I guarantee you that building won't look right. Exactly. So exactly. If you're giving yourself such a huge problem to begin with, mm, that's a good point. I feel like that's going to take you so much longer. Right, know, right. To, to get to where you want. What do you think about that? No, if, like, that's a very, very good point. And, um, because pe people are jumping into like, oh, I want to do this. And then they, they think that, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll jump right into that without really understanding how, how you get there. Yeah? And then focusing on, I mean, that's why I see a lot of people like coming from like the matte painting world, right? Where, I mean, maybe, maybe they, they, it's better to learn first about, yeah, composition, about um, emulating the real world and, and just, I don't know, paint a couple of mountain ranges or whatever, right? Or like reference do stuff where you can reference the real world and where you can where you can learn to see the real world um through an artist's lens where you can learn about proportions and basically what you have to develop is like what looks good right once you understand yeah, and ultimately that, you can, it's the first job right i mean and once you can just do that aiming and, for that first job yeah, yeah and then you manipulate what you can see and interpret it in a different way and then you can really start into um designing your own your own things right um that's a that's a very good point that that at least will give you maybe higher chances of of getting your foot in the door somewhere because right? yeah, that's the most important thing isn't mm -hmm. it just to get in yeah, exactly it's, once you're in you can kind of hone in your skills because yeah. that's kind of when you're older and this is your second third career you, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of have to be strategic exactly. and you're not going to go there with like the full knowledge of everything yeah, uh, I mean, like 20 year old maybe, would, right? Yeah. Maybe young people can do it in a different way where they can, where you can kind of, you can start with design and you can start taking design classes right in the beginning. And then you kind of grind your way through all the awful designs you're going to produce to come out the other end with something that is slightly more pal palatable. Um, but I think, yeah, when you're older, you have, you have, you have to kind of do it the opposite way almost.
um, yeah. where the I mean, focus you just, is you on. Know, you just gotta get in. <laughs> you have to. You have to get your your foot in the door. You have to be employable. Um, that's yeah, and that means doing sort of more of the mundane jobs. Yeah. You know, because I think a lot of people they just want to automatically go to the glitz and glamour. Yeah. And they don't realize that that takes time, especially I, I see a lot of students and this this is young and old yeah. um, that they just go, oh, you know, oh, look, here's the whole my my world that I created. Mm. But they don't understand that in order to create that kind of a world, it takes a lot of years of experience on thought and design experience mm. to make it real, yeah. to make it feel like it's something real and they bite off a little bit too much yeah. and they get frustrated because they're wondering well why am i not getting hired yeah exactly you know i mean but the thing is if you were just say you know instead of the sci-fi world you made a historic world same story but just instead of based on science fiction it's it's based on something historic yeah, exactly so you learn how a castle's built, exactly. why a castle's built the way it is, and you can still do the moody shots, yeah. and you can still do the good-looking things, but it's just not based on sci-fi because you need to reference it and learn. Yeah. Form, false, function, all those things, right? Exactly. So yeah. anyway, that's that's my thing on yeah. sort of Then that. you'll get hired by Naughty Dog or by by uh, ubisoft yeah, you, right you can i mean get into a place mm. you know you go to ubisoft and pretty much that's great on your resume now you're already in the door you exactly. can either rise up the ranks or go somewhere else after exactly, you know exactly whatever so again yeah. your experience and your strategy can pay off in that respect that you can actually further on in your career have um make better decisions in terms of like jumping around here, jumping around here, right? And then again, come back to your experience of what you already know, right? Maybe maybe you've been a manager somewhere and and you decided to brush up your art skills at age 40. And I mean, that managing experience does not just like disappear, right? Um, that can can accelerate mm -hmm. your way into, into managing art teams later on, right? I mean, there, there's many different opportunities that's why i always say like i don't i don't regret anything i did before because it, it all kind of um leads here um are there any other other points that we wanted to well, talk i mean about? I, think I, I pretty think much we, we you know, I, i've been looking at my points and i think you know the other thing was just make sure that when you practice is deliberate yeah like i mean you know that that we can go into a whole episode on on practicing and learning and all that but the truth of it is just make sure and and a quick example of that is you drive most of us drive and why are we not uh, 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 professional race car drivers why are we not professional drivers because how many times have you driven uh, you know gone somewhere got to the destination and kind of wondered how the hell did i get here i didn't even remember driving there, you know, because it's kind of like automatic pilot, right? Mm -hmm. That a lot of people, they drive in automatic pilot. And the thing is, uh, don't do that when you're trying to learn something, right. because that time that you think you're drawing and you, you kind of shut in your brain and doing it, you have done nothing. Right. You have learned nothing. Right. You've all you've done is scribble on a piece of paper. Instead, you should be really paying it like a good, a good example is master studies. Right. I, I've given that assignment to many people. They study it and go, hey, look, it looks exactly the same. I'm like, well, what have you learned? And they're like, oh, <laughs> so why, why did he yeah. compose it the way he did? But it looks exactly the same. But I'm like, you didn't, you master copied, but you didn't master analyze. Right, right. So that, 
that whole time he spent is wasted because all you did was just oh red blue green so make sure it's deliberate right every time you sit there and you do something you think about what you do and if you're drawing for a couple hours you should be exhausted after that right you should not be like, well, yeah, I can keep going here, you know, like, because then it's not, you're not deliberately right, right. practicing. And I think for me, I read so many of those books, you know, one of them is called Bounce. Bounce. Um, and it's talking specifically about table tennis, uh, but it, it talks about 10,000 hours, how it's deliberate practice. It talk, you can apply it to anything, right? Another book is Mastery. You know, there, there's a lot right. of these books out there. Go educate yourself. Go learn we'll about put some how links to learn. Below yeah, to those two books and other stuff. How about you? Any any last minute things? Um, no, I think we, we covered pretty much everything, right? I mean, the only thing I'm wondering, like, do you, do you think, do you think now the times have changed a little bit in terms of uh, the possibilities of of people doing that? I mean, I, I think I think the times have changed a little bit, and as that, it's it's easier now to to change. Um, your job it's it's a bit more accepted in the society and i think there's more ways of specifically in this industry there's a few more ways on how you can really educate yourself um and, and take charge of that um of that process more in terms of you have the the the, the resources like the books you mentioned where you can educate yourself about teaching and there are also um there are also more ways on on the kind of stuff you don't have to go to school you can get tutorials you can get um you can get uh, online schools you can go to a proper school and there's many different ways i think now that um you can you can educate yourself so i think now now is a really good time to be thinking about um doing this kind of change um in your career I um i you know i i i think that you know you know just just real quickly i yeah. think i don't know if your, your video is still working right uh, i don't know it's i think maybe my camera overheated i have no idea um it's okay. fine i'm still there i'm not dead yet so i'll just put like <laughs> okay. a, i'll put a i'll put a still frame of my of myself yeah you'll be right back kind of thing okay uh, and we're wrapping this up anyway yeah. but i think in this day and age now things are a little bit different uh i think that uh, back then it was uh harder to find out about the industry but easier to get in oh, okay. um, true because you know, because there was no one doing it. Uh, and I think nowadays there's a lot of people doing it, but it's easier to find out about the industry. Uh, it's easier, easier to find skills. Yeah. The only scary part is that there's so much information. So my <laughs> yeah. biggest advice is for this same as this deliberate practice is go find somebody who's going to be on your side to help you, guide you. Right. Um, so that you can most important make it as, as short as possible. And the, these people, you know, most artists out there have some kind of mentorship and if they don't if you really plead your case who knows they may be able to give you some tips exactly, so exactly sounds good you know, to me i think that's probably some of the biggest things i can give sounds so, perfect yeah okay anyway let's wrap this up this was a great talk and uh, as usual guys like comment and subscribe if you if you enjoyed the content and uh, we'll see you next week okay bye. see you bye